Welcome to where we explore the magic of music from the movies. From the golden age to present day, we've got it covered. So sit back, relax, grab a popcorn, and relive your favorite movies through music. Welcome to What's the Score? I'm your host, Frank Wilson. Let's have a look at the shelf of CDs and see what we play today. That was the pre-title sequence in Opening Gun Barrel from Diamonds Are Forever. Music by John Barry. 
This is uh, What's the Score with your host, Frank Wilson. Welcome. Glad to have you with us again today. Today's theme is going to be um, mostly outer space and science fiction type music. Uh, my daughter recommended that we should do a, a theme-based show, and so here we are. Uh, and we're going to start off with a, uh, a great score done by a, a very popular composer, uh, for a movie that was eagerly, eagerly anticipated at the time. Uh, Star Trek had never been made into a, a cinematic form before. It had only, only been a television series. And when it was announced they were going to make it into a feature film, there was a lot of excitement. Jerry Goldsmith was assigned to do the score and, in spectacular fashion, decided to do an overture before the movie started. Uh, which harked back to the old days when they used to do overtures before every movie. Uh, and this is a great example of how effective an overture can be to set the stage for the film. So uh, join me in listening to Overture from Star Trek The Motion Picture, music by Jerry Goldsmith.
Many years ago, I had the distinct pleasure to interview John Barry uh, from his home in Oyster Bay, New York. We talked about a wide variety of things, but I asked him one thing about uh, what was some of his favorite music that he had composed for the Bond films, and he actually mentioned the, as he said it, space music from Moonraker, uh, that he particularly liked it and thought it worked really well for the film. So I thought it only appropriate to include it in today's program. Uh, this cue uh, from Moonraker is called the Flight into Space, uh, and it's a rather long cue that really describes uh, uh, Bond chasing the bad people by getting into a space shuttle and, and going after them and uh, the journey as they go through space to get to the space station. I think you will feel like you're actually traveling in space when you hear it. So here is uh, Flying Through Space from Moonraker, music by John Barry.
Several times in your career as a film composer, it'll happen. The director, for whatever reason, won't like what you've come up with. And I can't imagine what it's like to put your heart and soul into something and then have people basically reject it out of hand. But that's what happened concerning this next cue. For the uh, film Alien, Jerry Goldsmith had written a, a lush, lyrical main title sequence to which the director promptly rejected it and asked him to rewrite it with a whole different feel and flavor to it. Goldsmith was disappointed, but followed the director's wishes. Same thing happened on the end titles, too. He had written something that was ended up replaced by the director. This happens sometimes to composers. It must be tough to kind of give up your baby like that, but being the good soldier that he was, he wrote this incredible main title sequence that maybe wasn't what he envisioned, but nonetheless was very effective. Here's the main titles from Alien, written by Jerry Goldsmith.
Not much of an introduction is needed here. If you don't recognize this music, then you probably haven't seen the movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, you probably should. This is the Steven Spielberg classic, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And this is a, a suite of various cues from the movie, Close Encounters. Music by John Williams.
when I tell you that I'm going to play for you the first digitally recorded soundtrack, you might think big deal, but we're going back to 1979 when digital technology was in its infancy. The Black Hole was a new film from Disney Films uh, in response to the trend that it really had started with Star Wars a couple of years earlier. They hired John Barry to write the score, and it was decided that they would actually try to use this new di digital technology because the film would be released in a, at that time, relatively new sound format for cinemas called Dolby Stereo. The, uh, the result was fantastic, an incredibly great-sounding score. But for years, it was never re-released on CD. And the reason why was that the... 3M machine that was used to record it was out of date and couldn't even find one. So they could find the master tapes no problem, but they couldn't find a machine to play it so that they convert it so that they couldn't convert it to a current technology. Well, fast forward four or five years of work for this gentleman who was trying to put this together. They found a four-track tape and were able to successfully play it on a machine they found in Minnesota. Uh but they really wanted the 32 track and they had found that tape but had no way to play it back. Eventually, through a lot of effort, research, networking, and all those things, they were finally able to solve all that and record and convert from 32 tracks uh, the soundtrack into a current digital format. And the result is just outstanding. Uh, we're going to play four different cues for you from the film today. Um, the first is an overture. Again, as I've mentioned many times on this program and previous ones, a really nice throwback to the old days when they would play an overture first before starting the film. Then the main titles will be after that. And then there's two cues that will, uh, I think, demonstrate how Barry is able to help you feel and hear what it must be like to be in space, whether it be floating in space or just experiencing things in outer space. Uh, the main titles help explain what a black hole might be like, and the other cues about outer space. So I think you'll really enjoy it. This is uh, from the Disney film uh, Black Hole, released in 1979, music composed by John Barry.
Who among us is not taking a job just for the money? Or decided to do something extra because we could make a few extra bucks? Well, this next score is, I think, an example of that. John Barry was asked and decided to go ahead and do the score from a film called Star Crash. You haven't heard of it? I'm not surprised. Not many people saw it. It was an Italian film, again an attempt at uh, trying to uh, make money off the Star Wars fame that had uh, just taken off. This was an Italian science fiction film from the late 1970s. Had Christopher Plummer in it, who's a good actor, but not something I'd really want on the resume. But John Barry did the score, and as he always does, he really elevated the film just by the music that he composed for it. So I'm going to play two different things for you. I'll play the main title sequence, uh, which will sound very reminiscent of a space adventure type movie. Uh, and then, uh, again, a kind of a uh, atmospheric piece that will help, uh, help you feel being in space. So this is uh, from the movie Star Crash, music by John Barry.
If you're fortunate in your life, you'll have an opportunity to witness a film score being played live. The first time that happened for me was in Radio City Music Hall in New York City. It was the first time, first and only time I ever had a chance to meet John Barry in person, and an orchestra was playing his score for The Lion in Winter, live, while the screen behind them played the movie. I thought, what a great idea. Why don't more films do that? That's starting to catch on. And this next example is a, a film that's been making the rounds uh, around the country where live local orchestras are playing the score to the film playing behind the orchestra on a screen. In New Orleans, I think it was a couple of months ago, we got to see E.T. performed this way. And it was not only fascinating to watch as the conductor was watching the screen and knowing when to cue up the orchestra, but they sounded fabulous, and to hear that score live was really thrilling. So uh, as our last piece today, this is a suite from E.T. with examples of cues from different parts of the film. Music composed by John Williams.
that's a great end to our program. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, our selections. Uh, please give me suggestions if you uh, have uh, suggestions for other theme shows or scores that you want to hear. If I can access them, I'll be happy to play some cues from them. Thanks, uh, thanks again for joining us here on What's the Score? Uh, stay tuned. I hope that you can join us next week for some more exciting music from the movies. For What's the Score? I'm Frank Wilson. So long. <laughs>